Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Islam for Christians, episode 80, Hadith, seeking holy knowledge for unholy purposes. This Hadith is from the Abu Dawood collection. This is Hadith number 3664. The Prophet said, If anyone acquires knowledge that should be sought seeking the face of Allah, but he acquires it only to get some worldly advantage, he will not experience the arf, meaning the fragrance of paradise. So anyone who acquires holy knowledge, but only to get worldly advantage out of it, he will not experience the fragrance of paradise, meaning he will not be going to heaven. Now, funny enough, this hadith actually makes me think back to the New Testament of the Bible and about the apostles of Jesus, you know, not counting Judas at least, and just how well they were able to separate themselves from the temptations of the material world. Extraordinarily so, really. You know, and it's their example and their devotion and their testimony of the apostles that launched what would later be called Christianity. Now, they were unusual men, for sure. They thought differently than anyone around them, you know, as anyone would, having spent so many years with Jesus. But if they were unusual, that meant that the majority of people were, well, usual and thinking in the more common ways of the world, the way that most men think. And quick story here, one of these common men was a well-known sorcerer and magician, and a recent Christian convert uh, who went by the name of Simon. And <laughs> basically, he tried to buy the Holy Spirit from Peter. Um, this is from the book of Acts. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry, because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Now this was probably not the very first temptation to use God for worldly gain. It may have been in the Christian context, but in general, certainly not. And unfortunately, it wouldn't be the last either. Because in this situation, Peter was basically being tempted to sell his holy office. And in this case, sell the Holy Spirit. And he reacted the way a holy man probably should react. Unfortunately for the church, though, not all people are like Peter. And as the centuries went on, the problem of, let's call it religious corruption, it continued to grow. 
And as the church continued its attempt to stomp it out, a new phrase was coined, simony, named after the man that Peter had rebuked in the book of Acts. Now, the church actually did pretty well at minimizing simony, you know, especially after the church convinced the popes and cardinals that, you know, you really shouldn't be having secret families and estates and money and all that, you know, back in medieval times or whatever. So even if a Catholic clergyman took a bribe to forgive something or elevate a clergyman or whatever, what exactly would he do with it? You know, the, these people, they're, they're poor, celibate, unmarried, unattached, you know, of what use is money to a modern priest? Of course, the Protestant churches aren't immune from this either. You know, there are plenty of preachers out there who really are basically selling the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but I think the main difference is they're not selling an official office, you know, like a Catholic office that can be traced back to the older apostles or whatever. You know, it's just a preacher with two zillion houses and television shows and whatnot. And Islam is not immune to these problems either. You know, and it actually, this problem dates all the way back to the beginning. Thus why Muhammad is addressing it here. What if people are only learning about God with evil intentions to gain in this world rather than the hereafter? From the second Muhammad set foot in Medina, he was surrounded by insincere power seekers who saw Islam not as a religion, but as a tool and an opportunity. This is why the, you see the word hypocrite in the Quran so much. Muhammad wasn't stupid. He could see this. You know, uh, he understood. He probably even knew who many of the uh, insincere converts were. And these people would basically be in charge of the Islamic empire after Ali died, mainly because it takes an extraordinary personality to withstand the temptations that this kind of power represents. You know, so really, once you had people who were not companions of the prophet anymore, I mean, that was pretty much it. You know, Muhammad could withstand these temptations, as did powerful companions like Umar, uh, who lived a famously Spartan life. But again, after Ali, that was a very rare thing indeed. So what would this look like in modern Islam? What would Islamic simony look like? Or, you know, as Muhammad's talking about here, the insincere seeker who's seeking holy knowledge for the world. You know, there, there is the Middle Eastern leader who studies Islam, not for personal growth, but just as a tool to be utilized for political power. Um, you may remember the final years of Saddam Hussein when all of a sudden, he was a pious Muslim, never cared about Islam ever before then, but then suddenly he was in trouble, and it's like, hey, now I'm a Muslim, and yada, 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 and you should support me. It was clearly insincere. Or say there's a Shia cleric in Iran who comes to the holy city of Qam, not for religious enlightenment, but just for a position of power in the state's theocratic government. 
the motivation is the critical part. And while people can seldom know why a person has found religion, you know, others may not know, but God always knows. And Muhammad is just giving people a fair warning here. Those who use God's religion as a mere tool for personal advancement, you will not be going to heaven. Because just like Simon Magus from the book of Acts, you clearly do not understand the purpose of religion. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time, inshallah. Thank you for listening to Islam for Christians. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep this show ad-free, you can also visit my Patreon page and subscribe. I'm at patreon.com slash Islam for Christians. That's patreon.com slash Islam for Christians.